2: Hello, good evening, good afternoon, guten tag, and good day. My name is Chad. Today, I've got TC. It's true. I am here. Tessa.
3: What's up?
2: And Ryan. Hello, hello. We have, well, you could call it a movie. Like, it was (laughs) produced, people showed up, looks like they got paid to build sets and put lights up and... I hope they were paid. Netflix has done it again. They have made something (laughs) that could arguably be called a movie. All right. Let's talk about the premise. Video games. Everybody loves them. And uh, apparently back in the 80s, there was this video game made called Cursor. Basically, what happens is the person who plays the game has to basically choose or die. You know, eat a bagel or eat macaroni and cheese. Oh, okay. Well, I guess I'll eat the bagel. Because because I want more carbs. All right. Now it's far more monkey paw than that, Chad. Oh no, well, I was getting to it. I was gonna say, okay, all right, okay, now okay. for your next assignment, it's like uh chew off your penis or chop off your own leg. And it's <laughs> I guess that I'd probably chop off my own leg in that thing. But if you hesitate, <laughs> there are consequences. And that's choose or die. Choose or die. Basically the whole film. It's honestly, it feels like four or five elaborate setups for different parts of the beats of the movie and then it ends and that's it with oodles of 80s references i'll make it real easy for you
0: it's ready player one meets saw and the ring that's about right yeah Yeah,
3: that's a good way of putting it this is a very (laughs) lengthy version of would you rather with higher stakes than just like grossing out your friend and the movie is called choose or die if we didn't say already the film is titled choose or die um, which gets said so many times in this movie, uh, I could probably be, uh, the drinking game for it.
2: Wait, 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 what's, what's the name of the film again? I didn't quite catch no. it. I don't know. The uh, it's a, awesome.
3: mm, uh, the name of the movie is Asa Butterfield, uh, is <laughs> really not doing as well as he was in Hugo.
2: Boy, he is annoying in this. <laughs> and like, what a waste of Robert England. I feel like right, it's his voice, right? Do we have yeah, even see him? Yeah, it's just his voice. No. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I get it. You want to have like an 80s icon in your 80s throwback movie. But I feel like if you're going to like really rip off Saw, you might as well get the actor that played Jigsaw. Yeah, get Tobin Bell.
3: Yeah. yeah. I feel like they really dropped the ball and not making this like a choose your own adventure because the word choose is in the title. Like they've done yeah. stuff like that oh, before man, for that. Black Mirror, and this is a video game. So they could have made it like a video game. They could have filmed different like outcomes. Like this is Netflix like. Netflix
2: has been doing this for years too. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Like why didn't they do that for Choose or Die? That would have made this fairly mediocre film so much more fun and engaging like it's
0: bandersnatch in, this thing yes, yes
3: thank you exactly so that was my main thought was i thought it was going to be like that and it wasn't and i was like okay whatever it's fine
0: we got kayla here who stumbles upon the game the chooser die cursor the game and she programs it to play even though it's from the 80s cassette game era and then it Proceeds to ring slash saw her into making these harsh decisions like, hey, should the person in front of you eat glass or clean up then she ropes in Asa Butterfield who is Isaac her best friend to try to solve this crazy ass cursed game scenario and it's just one setup after the other for some would you rather that monkey paws itself no matter what you choose all to try to solve where did this come from what is this curse is it science is it aliens
2: is it ancient voodoo who knows (laughs) I found one scene particularly annoying the rat essentially And like just not being there, it felt like so. The stakes were so high, yet I couldn't be more bored in my life. Right, because they're just showing you the pixelated version. During that (laughs)
1: point, I was like, is this going to, this, this, maybe this will be like a so bad it's good kind of funny movie. But yeah, like the whole time they're showing this, this cute little animation of this little rat. Like, it was, it was so, it was so silly. And I was thinking like, they really want us to take this so seriously. And I think that that's my problem with this whole movie is that yeah like of course in that scene if you want us to take it seriously you have to shoot that scene and it could be a budgetary thing but still show
0: us the rous let's see that thing going to town i know right um (laughs) i felt
3: like they were trying to do a juxtaposition of like the cutesy like sort of like pixelated animation in the game and you're supposed to hear how upset her mom was on the phone but i feel like the mom could have described what was happening a bit more and been more fucking freaked out being like holy shit what is this i feel like they really could have like leaned into that a bit more if that's that's kind of what they were going for but i feel like if i saw like a giant ass rabid rat. Even if I was like doped up on drugs, I'd be like, holy fuck. And <laughs> I feel like they should have leaned into that more if that's what they wanted to achieve.
0: It's a shame, too, because there are moments in this movie that are filmed fantastically. The cinematography in this movie at points looks great. I actually took a couple screenshots for referencing for future film work. Nice. So to skip out on what could have been a really intense, cool horror sequence, it, had to be a budget thing, but you know what? Robert Englund's voice is in this. Save that money and just give us a giant ass rat.
3: Yeah.
2: There's nothing noteworthy. It's just it's so it falls so flat for like such a I don't even call it a high premise. Like mm. it's a fairly easy premise.
0: This is reminiscent of escape room, which we have two of those now. We have escape room and the escape room tournament of champions, which is High concept, big blockbuster Saw-type Rube Goldberg devices, a little bit Final Destination-esque of can you get out of this scenario before the floor falls out of a 100-foot drop.
3: Or Cube.
0: Cube, yeah. yeah. Truth there's, or Dare. There's movies, Truth uh, or Dare, yeah. yeah. Uh, Stay Alive, if we want to go back to the early 2000s with Freddie Munez, that video game movie. This isn't doing anything super new with with this premise or genre. which makes it kind of fall flat. This is why I say Netflix did it again. They made a movie that feels it has all the hallmarks of a film, but it's just missing something that makes it worth praising it or shouting about it, or even like overly criticizing it. I think this feels like when the ring was a success and then we got the grudge and we got a bunch of other derivatives of that. This would have felt perfectly suited in early 2000, 2005 of just another PG thirteen horror movie to capitalize on the success of better horror
3: movies. And also, isn't this supposed to be oh gosh, what was the name of that weird arcade game that was like a myth that people said existed and made kids like go crazy and kill themselves or whatever? What was it called? Mario I Brothers. It wasn't called like Solaris or it was called like it had like a weird name like that. I can't remember, but it was like the weird sort of um Polybus.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, like Polybius. Polybius? Yeah. One of those. Polybius.
2: And this movie is based on like an actual premise of, you know, there were games. I mean, even now, games give away shit all the time. But back in the 80s, when you had to buy a cartridge or buy a floppy disk, Sword Quest was made by Atari. Back in the mid 80s, and it was supposed to be this elaborate quadrilogy of games and they were going to have contests and there's going to be actual prizes like a diamond encrusted crown and all this other stuff. But because of the big gaming crash in the early 80s, some of the prizes were given out, some of the other ones weren't. So I I dig the premise because it's it's based in reality, but just the execution is just
3: trips from that point on the rules are unclear because weren't weren't they like, that was the main thing that made it fall through for me was it kind of changed and shifted and especially at the end. Yeah. It really got loosey goosey with its own like rule system, which that kind of makes a horror movie like this work is having like, these are the rules and the rules are supposed to be broken in the sequel, not in the first one. They weren't really keeping with it is like gremlins has stakes because we we know the rules we know how to like keep this from happening but every time someone gets a fucking mogwai they don't know the rules and you're screaming at the screen you know and uh anyways
2: (laughs) no but it's right you're right it's it's nobody knows in this situation because we don't understand the rules so we're like hey is that supposed to happen should i be excited uh whatever i don't care anymore
3: I feel like there should have been more of like an instruction manual for this video game that they're like, oh, here's the instruction manual. We didn't see it like drops out of like the case or something, you know?
0: Yeah, that's dog. It helped everybody. Mm. Right. This does have actually now that you've mentioned that similarities to something like Jumanji, which is a game that doesn't tell you its rules, but it presents the information in such a way where the audience and the players or the characters within the movie are solving it on the fly going, Oh, wait, 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 we have to, the rules are right here. They're stated right on the side of the board game. We know what they are. Clears day. One, two, three, boom, finish the game. And then the game screws with you throughout. So it is possible to take this premise and even all these actors that wave it's film. It's just falls short in a lot of ways where another pass on the script could have tightened up some of the logic in this in order to, Let it land because there's a setup in the beginning that pays off in the end. Unfortunately, they have an exposition dump like two thirds into the movie of like, oh, now here's some new information. That new information presented way sooner would have helped some of these hits land a little better as opposed to just sort of going from one set piece to the next. And we're not really along for the ride because as the audience, we don't quite know what the hell is happening
1: yeah and and it just makes it impossible like you all have already said to just build tension in these individual scenes throughout it like because if you don't again if you don't know the rules you're not going to be invested and you just feel way more passive um, if you're kind of just reacting to whatever weird thing is happening and so it doesn't work on that level and it also just the the kills and what actually happens to the people are just not that creative and really just not that like visually interesting and i think that really that really hurts, too, because I think I could forgive a lot if it had some really fun, weird kills and just wackier shit. Just just overall, I think I could mm-hmm. have forgiven some of that and just at least kind of turned my brain off and enjoyed it. But it just it doesn't even it doesn't work on either of those levels. And I think that's a huge problem.
0: The one moment I could say was interesting and unique was the glass. The first thing with the glass. Like, okay? Uh, yeah. That where we go with this? this is. Making me, my skin crawl, but I'm into it. But it never goes beyond that. Even the finale, no spoilers here. The way everything culminates with just that little bit more piecemeal information of the rules and the stakes and whatnot would have made that ending work so much better. Because I thought it was a unique way to finish things off, but it doesn't build to it well enough. Yeah. As far as horror movies like this go, I do put this in the category I already have, which is the mid 2000s derivatives of the ring of saw. If you're into those sort of movies, if you are having a marathon of PG 13 or light R horror movies that you throw on the background for some party overnight sleepover, I think this is going to work for you. But if you've indulged in a lot of these types of movies, a lot of horror, a lot of slasher, this is not going to offer you anything new and it's a waste of a premise and setting it in the 80s is more obnoxious than anything. This does feel as annoying as Ready Player One does for its love of the 80s. Because I like it when movies or shows are set in the 80s, something like Stranger Things. But they don't hammer you over the head with like, eh, ah, see, we get it, right? We think the 80s are cool, yeah. Like, No, if you set it then or if you're indulging in there, you lace it into the premise and the plot. This doesn't. It just feels like a lot of wasted potential. And so, unfortunately, despite the fact that I do think that, let me get her name right, is it Lola Evans or Iola Evans? Evans. (laughs) The girl who plays Kayla. I thought she did a pretty good job in this type of movie. I don't know if she could have elevated the material any more than she did. But
1: aside from that,
0: eh, this movie is pretty forgettable in the long run, and I'm going to give it a 5 out of 10 run DMCs.
1: Yeah, I, I think that halfway through, uh, I think we, we, we talked about the diner scene. I, I kind of thought that was a fun scene. It kind of got me back into the movie a little bit. And I think from that point, it was kind of all downhill from there for me. And I, I just I feel like overall it was just it was so dark and so serious for so much of it that it, I just I felt like that wasn't necessary. And I think that going the, the more of like a dark comedy route could have been like way more entertaining because like this this totally reminded me of like at points just like a really cheesy like darker goosebumps episode. I don't know that's what it was. <laughs> what I was feeling. <laughs> oh my during, God, you're right. <laughs> you're so or, right. even the title, even the title. Um, yeah, but I, I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I I agree with what you said, TC. I, I liked um, the lead performance. She did she did a pretty good job, and I'd be curious to see her in something else. So anything anything positive to say about it? I think it would be that. But uh, overall, yeah, I just I, I, I can't really recommend this to anybody for really any reason. Um, I'm going to give it two out of 10 copies of Zork, which was my dad's favorite text adventure game that I used to play with him back in the day.
3: Yeah. So I got to say just up front, this is kind of torture, porn, horror a little bit. Um, not one of my favorite horror subgenres. You know, the whole shocks just for shock's sake. Like I love to see like really good gore, love it. Um, but it has some of those sort of elements to it which I'm not super fond of. I love a good creature feature or a decent slasher, but the whole torture porn thing is not my vibe. Um, I still think this would have made a more fun, interactive Netflix movie that would have bumped it up a little bit. I think it's the perfect setup for that. Um, yeah, I, I feel like that would have been a great for this concept of a killer video game. Um as you said, the lead actress, she's quite good, but the concept isn't very new. There's a lot of films about playing games that will kill you if you don't follow the instructions, you know, truth or dare There's the whole Ouija thing. There's also like cheap thrills, like the people always trying to up the ante and also like how it ends. I feel like for her character development, didn't really make sense. Like the decision she makes at the end. And I was just like, okay, I, I guess that makes sense. Uh, I probably have to give this like, I'll give it five out of 10 R O U S
0: I don't think they exist.
3: You just want to give that line.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, I don't really have much to add. What you, what we've already talked about and what you guys have added. I, agree with basically everything everybody said i especially agree with tessa this should have been an interactive netflix feature they have a few of them they're they've got games up on netflix now it just makes so much more sense whether that would have made it better or not meh. but i think it would have gave it a you know an extra point for creativity or at least trying if you're going to have a premise like this and not deliver you know at least try to give it some sort of gimmick to make it better i don't know what what do i know about movies overall it's forgettable it's i I, the cast is good like it's not that anything was acted bad and you know yeah some of the setups are lame but overall everything felt flat and nothing kind of saved it from that to bring you know its average up so it just just feels like a waste of time um if you're really bored watch it but i i wouldn't recommend it i'm gonna give it three out of ten drug dealers named lance (laughs)
0: <laughs> all right, well, now that we've reviewed it, uh, we could all sit here and choose to watch it again or die. So watch mm. the movie again or die. Choose to watch the movie again or die. So pick one. What do you guys want to do? Oof. I think I'm ready
2: to die.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> we've, we've had a good life, right?
3: I've had a good, <laughs> good run. Enough. Yeah. Mm, I don't that's have much rough. left in my that's, life to do. I harsh. suppose what I'm
0: saying is that this movie's not... To die for? No, wait. Now I'm Mm. suggesting that it is to die for. Oh, God. What have I done? Ah, Monkey paw!